she pushed QAnon quackery that Trump was the leader who would take out a satanic pedophile cult in government and Hollywood. I don't think you have any notion of the true strengths and depths of the opposition to our work. There's the whole medical establishment, of course, baying to send Freud to the auto da fe. But that says nothing compared to what happens when our ideas begin to trickle through in whatever garbled form they're relayed to the public. The denials, the frenzy, the incoherent rage. sound can mean only one thing it's showtime first week of december back for another one ladies and gentlemen i'm your host jason mccoy alongside my friend confidant and co-host nelson boyer and as you already know we are the cast of put him on, on the, the couch. couch man the denial the frenzy the incoherent <laughs> rage sounds conspiratorial to me sounds like my thanksgiving yeah <laughs> ladies and gentlemen Sorry, sorry, so sorry we didn't do this show before Thanksgiving. I know if you were like many Americans, you probably had a tinfoil hat relative, brother, cousin, uncle, brother, spouting sister, off all mother, sorts of stuff friend. over Thanksgiving dinner. That's everybody. Including but not limited to the JFK conspiracy from oh so far back. It's the misinformation edge. Bigfoot, the 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 moon landing. The moon landing or the moon hoax. Yeah, nobody Everybody knows, knows the moon landing never Dude, they're, every, they're everywhere, man. They're, they're everywhere. everywhere. So we're going to try to give you some useful, practical information, unlike what we usually bring you. By the end of the show, we're going to talk about whether or not you can actually debunk or otherwise maybe pre-bunk so that your next holiday get-together will be a little more rational in thought. Yeah, maybe the only time you'll have to deal with a tinfoil hat is at Christmas. No, not Christmas. Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> Nelson. What's up, buddy? Do you believe in any conspiracy theories? Um, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Although, I guess the conspiracy theory answer would be no, absolutely not. I believe the truth. <laughs> I believe in the truth. Yeah, yeah I guess. Here's what, here's what I'll go with. You ready? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I do not believe the official version of events uh, surrounding the JFK assassination. Mm. What about you? You know, I'm not sure. I haven't kept up with that. But, no, I just mean any conspiracy theories. But here's the thing. I don't believe the very first answer to anything, usually. I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but what I am is a rational, skeptical open-minded individual who waits as long as I can for more information to come in. Now, at the same time, I recognize that I can't wait my entire life to find out if there is or is not a Bigfoot or if the COVID vaccine was or was not uh, designed to turn us into lizards. But what I will say is, yeah, I tend to hold off. I try to be a little more conservative and wait for more information to come in. And sometimes it makes me look smart, right? Other times, it makes me look like a conspiracy theorist. But I think that humans are pattern-seeking. I think that humans have this adaptive need to seek information, sometimes wherever they can find it. Well, and that's why they're on the show. Well, yeah. Well, let's provide them with a little bit real quick. Yeah, sure. Let's start by providing them with a definition. Ah, definition. Like, what are we talking about? When I say, mm -hmm. do you believe in conspiracy theories, what do you count right. as a conspiracy theory? Well, you know, I don't really think about conspiracy theories by themselves. Uh, instead, what I do is I think about weird beliefs. Weird beliefs is a term that I learned from a skeptic and social scientist named Michael Shermer. Uh, he's the editor of Skeptic Magazine, and he's also now currently a professor at Chapman University out in um, California. He wrote a book maybe 20 years ago, 25 years ago, called Why Do People Believe Weird Things? And in it, he sort of chronicled sort of all the categorical reasons people might believe in things that, that are weird. And from that, I took weird beliefs and sort of put them in this kind of, or on this kind of continuum. I said to myself, well, a weird belief could be, first of all, anything someone believes for which there's either limited evidence, contradictory evidence, bad quality evidence, or no evidence. Okay. Um, and to that end, you can start to put things that people might think of as conspiratorial thinking um, along with things that are urban legends or things that are overvalued ideas or things that are medical myths or right. 
uh, hoaxes or, or misinformation. You can start to put them on maybe a continuum or put them in sort of a hierarchical list. And you could even assign them numerical value, at least I did in my own research. So and what would you assign something like Bigfoot? Yeah, so like is that a conspiracy theory to uh, you? Because it's not a conspiracy to me. theory, but it is a weird belief. So I would actually say Bigfoot is more of a weird belief. I'm going to give it a, a negative maybe seven or eight than maybe something like the official record on the JFK shooting. And here's why. For me to believe that Bigfoot exists, I've got to ignore a lot of evidence and a lot of fields of science, including zoology and botany and biology and Right. But to believe that there was two shooters or that two bullets cross paths or, or whatever the, the, the official record is versus the conspiratorial record, it does. It seems to me that it's not as hard to believe. Like it doesn't right. defy as much logic. It doesn't require well, so me to set aside all the things I know to be true about the world. Right. Cal jumped over the moon. A lot di more difficult for me to believe that. Right. Right. Then. Right. You, then. Then, you know, then. We didn't really land on the moon. So two things. One, because I'm a, mm -hmm. I'm gonna defend Bigfoot. Yeah. All right. You can. So I think that is a bit selective in terms of well, how Loch we evaluate Ness. evidence. Now Loch Ness, that, lizard, that's the lizard man. I, but I, I think like, a lot of people would look at the zoological evidence um, mm -hmm. and say, yeah, you know what? There is actually the possibility for the existence of a great ape that's in the Pacific Northwest. That's why I gave it a negative seven okay. <laughs> instead a negative, of a negative, negative nine. nine. And that's. But, but also, I do find it interesting in the great. Great, but, uh, great ape in the West, one thing, right? Yeah. But one that like, like moves Georgia, like a human so, uh, and it yeah, like wears no, clothes every now no. and then. And it's that good at staying sort hidden. of hidden. Yeah, no, but no, also, you know, what we, we've seen those things everywhere. They're part of like uh, That's true. world They're myth. part of, yeah. Uh, av Yetis. Uh, Yetis. And, yeah. and uh, there's been a lot of other. But, but here's what I will say about like a Abominable real conspiracy. snow man. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that was real. Didn't you remember that uh, yeah, movie, it. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? Yeah. Came on a couple nights ago. Absolutely. It's, it's a great movie. Yeah. So look, here's what I will say, though, honestly. Mm. I think in order to have a true conspiracy theory, yeah. you have to have the, the element of advantage. What I mean by that yeah, is point. that you have to have the... Um, keeper of knowledge, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. The person yep. who doesn't want the conspiracy to get out to have some sort of advantage. I see. Well, that reminds me of a psychologist in the United Kingdom at Kent University, University of Kent. I'm not sure what they call it. Uh, her name is uh, Karen Douglas, and she looks at conspiracy theories, I think, similarly to the way you're describing it. She says that basically a conspiracy theory is a plot right. that usually is done in secret against a group for some kind of unfair or better yet sinister advantage. Yes. And the only people that know for sure are the people who are, are the smart people enough who to know. Are smart enough to know. The ones that can crack the code or uncover it. Well yeah, yeah. and then you know I think there's that allure with conspiracy theories of I I know the something. That That's you why don't. you know you see a lot of people, right? Who mm -hmm. are invested in these ideas that science isn't even close to bearing out, that science will actually disprove, but they don't care. Yeah, that the majority of people do not believe. Every every piece of evidence just uh, it gives them fuel. Yeah. It's like, oh, every time you try here. to debunk or show here. them that what they're thinking could be like, true. It's uh, like, well, I don't know, like flat earth theory. You think yeah. that's a conspiracy theory? Um, I don't know if that's a conspiracy theory, but it is a weird belief. It's definitely a fringe idea. Well, it has a huge advantage. And by the way, I would not say that it's a minority. Well, it is a minority of people who believe it, but there are a lot of people, it seems like lately, who've come forth that say, yeah. Well, do you uh, know I think why they're keeping it secret? Do you know why? No, there's a, I don't uh, see the advantage to it. There's a huge advantage. Oh, there's a don't. huge advantage. And what would that advantage the, be? The advantage is obvious to the anybody. The global elites. The global elites are trying to protect the market for globes. Why would you buy a globe in a flat earth, right? The well, market you, would plummet. If people stop believing, I mean, now, look, I think the people who are flat earthers, they probably, like, let's look at their cartography background. Yeah. They're probably heavily invested in the Gauls Peters projections, uh -huh. in the Mercator projections. Yeah. They're probably big map elites, ah. right? So, really, what I see when I talk flat earth is two opposing cabals ah. trying to, you know, they're at war. They're at war with one another. And unfortunately, the, the globe. The globalists, they uh, they have yeah. all the money and the influence. Well, but what I will say is I've actually had students mm -hmm. who have told me, why aren't you investing more time 
in your classes talking about flat earth theory. Oh, wow. Well, you maybe maybe you're able to say, well, because flat earth theory is not as popular as some of the others. And speaking well, which of some ones of those are, others. Yeah, which ones are popular? Yeah, well, let's, let's uh, you know, Michael Shermer, let's talk about some of his research on the other side. Take All right, cool. Break. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. If you're just joining us, you're listening to the host and co-host of Put Them on the Couch. Who's the host? Nelson Boyer and Jason <laughs> McCoy. I'm not really sure, man, who's driving this thing. Today, we're talking about conspiracy theories. So, All right, let's get into some of the beauties. The diversity of conspiracy theories. First and foremost, if you thought conspiracy theories were a new thing, oh God, boy, no. boy do I oh, have, no, we uh, have some. some stories for you. But I'll tell you, um, what's more popular than Flat Earth? Turns out the moon landing, whether or not it was it's real or if it was staged, Hollywood <laughs> movie set. Yeah. It was all staged. What percent of Americans, according <laughs> to the so Chapman good. University survey, I think uh, done by Michael Shermer and his uh, his folks out in um, Los Angeles or out in California at least uh, in twenty sixteen, twenty four point two percent. So almost one in every four Americans say they believe the Moon landing was fake. Could we get? Could we talk for just a second about this moon landing? Go ahead. Okay. So uh, John Oliver did. He he does that show last week tonight, mm. and he was talking about conspiracy theories. This was back during the pandemic. Now was this last week or tonight? You heard that? This was tonight. Okay. All right. This was last Friday week. night. Last, last week. week. Okay. Right. No, this was uh, back in 2020 during mm -hmm. the pandemic, and mm -hmm. he was talking. Again, yeah, obviously they were everywhere. They are everywhere. They've grown uh, exponentially. I think we could talk about that a little later. Or at least they maybe they've always been around, but now they're coming together on the internet, and we can see them. Uh, and then I think, that, one another, I think that's a big thing. Okay. Uh, but he was saying that people like for something like the moon landing, people mm -hmm. can't keep a secret. No, and that's just a that's a human thing. Absolutely. Like, if somebody told you. Like there were aliens in Roswell, New Mexico. CNN would have breaking news in four Absolutely. minutes. Absolutely, I'd be on the You're, news telling you, everyone. You I'd have definitely a gossip. And by the way, if they gave me documentation, photographs, audio, man, they better oh, lock me up or kill it. me immediately forget because it. everyone would know, including the girl, the girl and guy at the corner store down there. But they Even were saying they, didn't ask, they, they were know. saying that something like the moon landing mm -hmm. only lasts for three years. Like you could only possibly keep that secret for three, three years. years. Yeah. So you think about something like a killing a president or 9-11. Seems even more How long? unlikely. It would be yeah. so quick. Yeah. It would be or, so quick. Or aliens landing in Roswell, New Mexico, and we do experiments on them. Come on. Uh, by unless, the way. Unless there's men in black and they have those stupid good little point, good those point. neuralizers, right? The death of Supreme Court Justice Anton Scalia. I had no idea. Antonin Scalia. Antonin Scalia, <laughs> Anton. Take An my class. Hey. <laughs> Nearly 30% of Americans don't believe he actually died. That he's still alive? Yeah, that he's still alive. Man, this what is the... What percentage believe Tupac This is, is the Elvis alive. Presley, Biggie, Tupac uh, uh, That's, yeah, that conspiracy, is, that right? Is, that is like Supreme Court Tupac yeah. level right there. The origin of the AIDS virus. Yeah, that's more understandable more given understandable, our history. More understandable, same way. Well, Tuskegee right, turned right, out to exactly. be just as so bad as we like, thought. Okay. Yeah. Um, but come on. Um, that we invented it in a lab and unleashed it. On yeah. gay men. Okay. Uh, Obama's birth certificate. You you know who started that, right? Yeah. Obama's not born in America, by the way. No, it wasn't. Forgetting it was that not, it was, it was not President Trump who started it. I'm going to give him credit for it. Yeah, well, he loves credit. He, he will be okay. very but happy about that. he definitely reinforced it and trumpeted that, didn't he? And he did take no credit for getting him to release it. I got him to release but it. But it's funny. I mean, Well, you know, he wasn't actually me, born in the United States, right? He was right? born in Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> Which is the U.S., right? That's right. I actually remember students around that time asking me if uh, I thought he was born in Hawaii. And I said, I, I absolutely believe it. And then like, well, there you go. He wasn't born in the U.S. And I'm like, I oh, had my students goodness. Do that. Then I we had another really student, and I'm sure you had this too. I had another student just the other day. We were talking about the biggest country in the world by no, land they area. No, they they certainly did. They America. went straight Africa. No, oh, they said Africa. Africa. Yeah. Oh, they've been looking That's at the wrong maps. That's everybody's favorite country. They've been looking at the wrong maps, haven't they? Yeah. Well, or. Obama's birth certificate. Um, uh, nearly, nearly one third of Americans believe right now that he was not born in America. Plans for one world government. Thirty-three percent. Thirty-three percent. You've heard that the new world order, right? Yeah. The new world order. Then you move oh, up to global Jesus. warming. Forty-two percent believe 
that this is a conspiracy, a conspiracy. that's not real. Right, and that's of course all the green people, all of the the okay, narrative so wells wanting to make money. So what would uh, alien okay, encounters forty three, JFK assassination forty nine point six. I'm assuming they right, just wait, don't buy wait, the, wait, wait. the government's line on that. A alien encounters, I feel, would be more paranormal. More you, paranormal you instead see, of I, I think that's more B Bigfoot. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, yeah. But I think like Unless Area Fifty One would be more government more, cover up. That would be a conspiracy. Yeah. So I do think there's a yeah. difference. Yeah. Uh, Do you ever hear of that? What was that movie uh, with Walton, uh, Frank Walton or something? The uh, Men in Black. No, Tremors? no, it was something about the sky. Uh, Fire in the sky. You ever hear Fire in the sky? I watched that. No, I never saw it. Oh, it's a cool story. Yeah, you yeah. got to look that up. But I have seen Close Encounters of the Third Kind. JFK assassination, of course, and then finally the biggest whopper on this in this survey was Wait, JFK uh, is fifty percent, and then we have fifty-five percent. JFK is fifty and. Guess what 55 is? 55. 9-11 truthers. Okay, but can now, I say something I about that? that? I have an idea do, about that. Yeah, part of that has to do with that pseudo-documentary, that thing that looks... Well, that's what I'm saying. I think that right now we live in an age where these things are... You supported know, by and promoted. Yeah, they're, they're, you know, they're expanding exponentially, mm -hmm. and I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that, like, it's kind of like this podcast, yeah. right, where... We have microphones, and we can sound uh, like we're on the radio. Any idiots any can idiot up their can, production value. Well, absolutely. With just a couple of better microphones and, you know, a Buzzsprout or a Podbean uh, feed. Absolutely. Yeah. What, what we put into this? 99 bucks for the whole year and a couple of gadgets? Oh, we have, the, we have a little more, but still. Like, I mean, it's And not by the way, we're not even that articulate or persuasive or funny. Imagine if we had those three traits, how convincing we can well, be. Well, and I think I've told people this before on this show, our best feature is our looks, and that's yeah. not even coming through yet. We're not even there. And I'm worried right? that <laughs> nothing we talk about is really conspiratorial enough. So we're never going to get any, like, hardcore no. truthers. Well, I mean, we, we both believe in Flat Earth, so we, there you <laughs> we, we can advertise that. 55%, though. Did you ever watch that movie, Loose Change? Yes, I did, and uh, it itself was not as convincing to me, but I thought it had pretty decent production value. Um, and, you know... At least a lot better than some of the things that I had seen before that. Some of these just right, crazies coming on late night television and it looks like an infomercial. Can I turn our podcast for just a minute into a safe space? Sure. Okay. I will say that when I saw Loose Change, uh -huh. uh, I thought it was compelling. Yeah. And, and I'm going to tell you one thing that I thought was what particularly yeah, yeah. compelling. What compelled you? That there were in the debris, mm -hmm. um, in a plane that blew up. Yep. There were passports. Mm -hmm. um, and you're like driver's how the heck licenses had not burned. That um, that supported that specifically supported yeah. the government's official Line. position. And I'm like so, bullshit. Yeah. How in, like reflexively, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this was like 2006. Mm -hmm. so I was younger. Um, but now the question is. Is that even true? Did those passports, that is the were question. they really found? So you have to and go is that back true, right? and look. But, you know, I, I remember um, talking about Michael Shermer and, and just being a skeptic. I remember reading his magazine that he's an editor of or he was an editor of. I'm not sure if he still has it or if the magazine's still out. I don't read it anymore. It's called Skeptic Magazine. And they used to sort of do these stories, these feature stories, highlights, a paranormal belief or a pseudoscientific belief. And, and one of the features in one of the episodes was on spontaneous human combustion. And, of course, they had photographs of spontaneous human combustion and had all of these experts talking about how it could or could not happen. And I remember looking at the photos and seeing, like, people where they were burned completely, but their belt was lying there. Or I've seen that. They stuff. were yeah. burned completely, yeah. had some bones, and maybe both their shoes were still on. And you're like, how in the world is that possible? Or... Or they burned half their torso, and then the other half was perfectly I've normal. I've seen those, yeah. Yep. You know? And you're like, well, how could that happen? Well, it happens it in happens. the same way anything happens that you don't understand, right? Right. It happens. That's right. And just because it seems like there's a pattern or there's some kind of strangeness to it might just be a lack of your imagination or your knowledge. You know, when I ask students sometimes to tell me whether something is or is not random, they feel as if they can do this, and they feel as if they're doing a pretty good job. Um, here's what I start with. I will say, I flipped a coin, and here's the pattern I got. Heads, 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 heads. Heads, heads, tails, heads, 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 heads. Heads, tails, heads, tails, heads, heads, heads. And then the rest, 40 of them were tails. Okay. Do you believe that's random? Every single student 
especially if I sing it like that, guess what they say? No. And it could be. Because random yeah, does not I mean equal. That's random. But a lot of people I believe, believe that's random. Yeah, yeah. But a lot of people believe, right, that to be random, it's gotta be fifty fifty. No, I'm because like, no. you could have a random event that's ten tails. That's but here's random. the thing, but that is a problem. In a row, yeah. That that sort of thinking messes with a lot of people, right? Yeah. When a, yeah. When a basketball player who is shooting 80% on the season, all right, starts to go to the basket. I guess that guy doesn't play for Duke. <laughs> when a Blue 80, Devil Slam. When, uh, well, I was thinking about Zach Eady from Purdue, right? He's probably shooting about 80%, because yeah, all he does sure. is dunk it. Yeah, he's 7-3 sure. or whatever. So every time he gets the ball, he's got an 80% chance of scoring that thing. Right. Now, here's the thing. Let's say he misses four in a row. And the coach goes back to him again for one of the last plays of the game. Right. He's and not people more or less get pissed to off because yeah. they're like, he's missed four in a row. He's cold. Give it to the hot shooter. Give it to a 30% shooter who's made five in a row. And I'm like, here's the thing. The basketball, the goal, they don't remember who last shot it and where it was shot. That's right. It's just about the cold, hard statistics. But that's hard. One other example I Well, I think that's why analytics are kind of ruined in sports, right, is that people expect – that something different something than what the analytics than tell what them. The analytics yeah. are telling them so. Well, that's why people will play fantasy sports and like draft players on the worst team and then be surprised when they don't win their fantasy sports league. Um, but here's another one. Do you remember the iPod? Yeah. It was that little device, yeah, I of guess. Course, yeah. I'm, not I'm not four. Do you remember the iPod shuffle? Yeah. The iPod shuffle, unlike the iPod, would let you hit a button and it would give you songs at random. Right. So let's say you have 50 albums and, I don't know, several hundred songs in your iPod. Yeah. This thing would shuffle at random and let you listen. Do you know what happened to that feature, what happened to the iPod shuffle? No. It went into the garbage can as quickly as it was released. Do you know what customer service was hearing every day from people who used it? No. I hate this. It's not random. <laughs> and the people promised them, listen, it's absolutely 100% random. What are, why do you think it's not random? And they would say, because. I have 20, because I have 20 albums in my iPod. Mm -hmm. And it has played four songs in a row from the same album. Right. So it can't be random. Right. Like, well, of course it is. <laughs> it's still random. That's, you do get random. some strings. That's right. That seem unrandom, but they're still very much random. Just well, like, it's the like heads, you know, heads, it's, heads, heads, it's heads like, in a row. Um, well, I'll tell you, it's like um, some of the comparisons that people make between like the assassination of JFK and the assassination of Abraham Lincoln. Oh, they indeed, both yeah, had yeah. Johnson vice president. Right. They both did this. They both did this. They both and you're just like, yeah, and yeah. But a lot of people will look at that and say, see that's something that's so uncanny. in that randomness that uh, okay, I'm gonna make sense of that. This yeah. is, it can't just be. Yeah, and you know, I believe but that that like, is something built into us, into our. Well, DNA. I was gonna say you said mm -hmm. that this isn't we're new. No, we're pattern right? seeking. So let's go back. Mm -hmm. um, let's look at some of these. Okay. And uh, I can talk a little bit on the other side about some historical conspiracies and why I think they develop at certain moments yeah. in our history. And I'll try to tell you a little bit about the psychology and neuroscience of belief. Oh, let's do it. Let's do it. Ready, Ted? Ready, Bill? Let's go back into history. Put on your tinfoil hat and grab your Christmas bells. So let's talk a little bit about the history of these things. Yeah. And, and before I do that, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Uh, we had, we discussed uh, the moon landing hoax, Antonin Scalia AIDS, Obama's birth certificate, a one world government, global warming, alien encounters, the JFK assassination, mm. and 9-11. Do you believe in any of these? No. 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 I mean, be I believe in 9-11, and I believe JFK was assassinated, and I believe that we landed <laughs> on the moon. Right, of course. I don't believe we've necessarily encountered any aliens. So I'm going to go through these just for a second here mm -hmm. and discuss something that most of them, all of them really have in common, right? Mm -hmm. The first time we've landed on the moon. Yeah. The death of a Supreme Court justice. Mm -hmm. uh, the, Although it wasn't the first. The origin of one of the greatest pandemics in world history. But certainly. And most frightening. Mm -hmm. uh, the election of the first black president to the White House. I mean, mm -hmm. that was a huge thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a one world government, of course. Global warming, yeah, a, a yeah, fundamental yeah. threat to our existence. Okay. Uh, aliens, the existence mm -hmm. of an alien species outside of our 
universe so for what, art. So, wow. Nostradamus, what pattern are you picking up? Here's what I'm saying. Yeah. The death of a president yeah, yeah, and 9-11. Yeah. Mm-hmm. These Listen. are all monumental events. Yeah. And You're absolutely right. They're and throughout history, when we see a, a conspiracy event. theory, it's tied to a monumental event. One of the first conspiracy theories I can think of was the conspiracy theory surrounding the Black Death. Yeah, talk about that. Jews were poisoning wells um, and causing this this great sickness. And people blood said, Look, libel, blood all, libel, all these, man. All these Jews aren't getting sick, so it's got to be the Jews. It's got to be the Jews. But, man, we could probably go back further than that uh, when we think about the root of, like, Oh, you can go back much further if you of, want to. Of, of uh, the Jews conspiring against us, right? Absolutely. Because that's the blood libel theory, right? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Jews are liable for everything because it's just in their blood to be sinister and creepy and, and evil. And evil, right? Scheming. They eat babies and they. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And the abduction of our children, over 800,000 a year go missing in the United States alone. They are taking so many of them and torturing them for adrenochrome. And people don't know what adrenochrome is, but you can look on Alibaba.com and find out what that is. They, they, lived, they talked about it on the Ellen DeGeneres show, Sandra Bullock. And they were laughing and joking about the fact that they were using it to stay young and healthy. Um, and Control then world markets. But at the same time, they're ignorant, worthless, dirty, and they need to be eradicated. Yes. The thing about the Holocaust, right? It's That's always interesting, too. It's like heads I win, tails you lose. How can someone believe well, I think that's conspiracy a, or otherwise two diametrically opposed things at the same time i think the deeper you go into the world of conspiracy the less it matters about what specifically you believe or whether or not they even line oh, up they, don't, yeah, the, they can the, contradict the conspiracy con- theory as a framework look it's yeah. like poetry it doesn't yeah. matter you're always right you know what i mean it's like that's why i like poetry yeah. not reading it but certainly writing it so yeah. look um do you have that conspiracy in um in uh, Elizabethan England, right? You have the idea, the conspiracy that Queen Elizabeth, this powerful woman in a world where women shouldn't be powerful, she was actually a man. Mm. A lot of popes have been men, right? Yeah. And again, you have advantage there in that you don't want to upset the uh, the gender apple cart, so to speak. It's the media, too, that's making it bigger, and they're pushing the drag queens into the school. They're pushing gen- um, gender-affirming surgeries at very young ages where I couldn't even go get a tattoo or smoke a cigarette when I was... You know, 16, they're chopping off body parts of little bitty kids. Um, there, You can go through history where there's a big event. Mm-hmm. You're going to find a, a conspiracy behind it. Yeah. Because people psychologically like to believe mm-hmm. that, just like we were talking about randomness, there's a purpose to it all. Yeah. Somebody's behind it. Big events have big causes. Mm-hmm. And all of those events that are on that study were big. Yeah. And I actually believe you'll probably see, just like you have with JFK, I think you'll see the 9-11 conspiracy theory mm-hmm. diminish in uh, in support over time. I do. Well, here's the thing. I, I, I wonder if, just sort of piggyback off what you're talking about regarding these big dramatic events, um, they do sort of suggest something socially significant but also personally and existentially um, significant. Don't That's they? true. That's um, very so, good I, so I agree with that. I'm wondering if part of the um, attraction, part of the allure of, of believing in something conspiratorial is that we as humans crave symmetry so much. We crave patterns so much, right? Yeah, we, we do. want things to be even so much. We want the cause to be as big exactly. as the outcome. That's what so I'm let me ask you. Isn't it true that the government's official line on how JFK died, what is that it was just this rando kind of crazy dude. Uh, yes. Remind me of his name? Uh, Lee Harvey Oswald. Lee Harvey Oswald. Who with just, you know, some gun he procured. Um, maybe he was half drunk when he did it from like a half mile away on a grassy knoll. Shoots JFK and perfectly hits him in a moving vehicle. Like, this guy had to be better than a sharpshooter. Yet, No, no, that's yet, an easy shot. But my that's po- an easy shot. But my point that's is... That's not why people that, believe that. My point is this. It's some dummy that took down one of the greatest presidents in modern history. We need a bigger, more dramatic explanation for an event that was that big. Let me go to another one. The pandemic. Oh. Or I should say plandemic. The plandemic. Why is plandemic so much more exciting and believable to many conspiracy theorists? I would suggest 
It's because it's hard to fathom. Just overnight, you and I remember it well. We were sitting there waiting on NCAA basketball to start. Oh, and, yes. and, and Baylor or somebody took the court, and then they turned around went back off the court, and the whole season was over. Just in a flash. In an instance, I went from the excitement of watching my Blue Devils get, get ready to, to the second round and then lose again <laughs> to watching kids race marbles down little dirt hills on the Internet yep. and darts. There so had to be a I, big reason. So I said this. I, it has to be a big reason. It can't be that just some little tiny microorganism called the coronavirus, the same thing that causes like sniffle, runny nose or whatever, yeah, or sorry. is also mm -hmm. responsible for killing millions of people worldwide, millions and millions, perhaps potentially as big, if not bigger, than the Spanish flu. Oh, my God, that can't be true. However, right. however if those smart, sinister Bill Gates, George Soros types. Chinese yep. scientists uh -huh. and government officials. They're conspiring. They built this dirty virus. Well, think about and it. And leaked th th it. Think about. And I'm, unleashed it. I'm not, I didn't watch Plandemic, so I'm not even going to get into that. But think about, like I said, it doesn't even matter what you believe. Nope. Th these are the conspiracy theories that I've heard about the virus. Okay. Okay. 5G caused it. Wow. Okay. I didn't 5G that caused it. I have uh, heard that 5G networks will make you have leaky brain. Yep, that too. 5G caused it. Mm -hmm. um, uh, what was the other one? Um, Big Pharma. Big Pharma, Big Pharma caused it because they were sell losing vaccines. Got to sell some vaccines. Mm -hmm. uh, the Chinese, you know, weaponized it. Um, yep. Now. Uh, well, they wanted to let they, they weaponized they, it. They, they wanted to let it. at least the elites and the government officials in America know who's boss. Right. That's right. Yeah. So they weaponized it. Mm -hmm. Now, w w the the problem with that specific conspiracy, they also don't have enough, and their and, economy is failing. Right? And, they don't have enough to feed. They don't have enough money and uh, infrastructure to feed and care for their people. They got too many people. So you know, maybe they unleashed it on themselves you know, and us. But I, I think part of the problem with some of these conspiracy theories and, and you know, mm -hmm. sort of stumbling into this, uh, the the zoonotic explanation for the yeah, virus from a monkey origins. to a human or that makes a sense right of course but, it does. but there was also evidence that there was an accidental lab leak sure and so a lot of people and i will admit to being one of them they reflexively can. when i'm like these other conspiracies are so stupid mm -hmm. i'm not even going to discuss actual evidence as being right. anything but legitimate and so yeah. i think people sort of pigeonhole in their well there's face. a couple things there number but one we don't always know as scientists we don't always know what happened at first which is why i right. would argue that i don't like just jump for the official line um for the same reason i don't jump at a conspiracy theory it's, it's simply that i want to wait on more evidence to come in i mean i don't want to wait the rest of my life but i want to wait for more to come in so i didn't automatically assume that it was monkey meat at a market um, I also didn't assume it was leaked from a lab, and I also didn't assume that the Chinese weaponized some known virus in the lab. However, um, I believe as time went on that one of them or more of them were a little more likely than others. Right. right? And so to this day, I don't have any trouble saying, okay, maybe it leaked from a lab. Because as someone who understands microorganisms a little bit and understands that we have a couple of labs on the earth that are... Um, experimenting with and studying these really rare viruses, these exotic viruses. You know, we've got one at the world, several, um, excuse me, we've got one at the CDC in Atlanta. We've got one at Usamrid, I think up at Fort De uh, Dietrich in Maryland. Uh, we've got one, several in Russia, like not ours, but there's several of these, yeah, yeah. what we call hot labs, oh, right? yeah. Ebola, yeah. whatever. Sure. So we probably have the coronavirus in a lab at the CDC right now. I'm sure we do. We should. Right? We, should we should have it. It's not now, sinister. Uh, or are we trying to weaponize it? Maybe not. Are we planning on unleashing it? Probably not. Um, you know, but it's not. I mean, let's not be naive. I'm sure governments are weaponizing bacteria and germs. I mean, that's. Yeah. But, you know, you bring up an interesting point, though, about uh, conspiracy theories and, and information. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, well, I have all this information, so now I'm not going to believe it two things a the strongest conspiracy theories throughout history have been theories that are surrounded by a lot of contradictory lot or of unclear questions. information yeah, so yeah, yeah. You we want certainty a, don't we you brought J, you brought up jfk yeah right and i, I think it, it seems pretty clear the evidence does that the president was shot by lee harvey but oswald there are some questions that remain like this i mean this is a guy who actually lived in russia how sure. many americans lived in russia i got you so that's like whoa okay mm -hmm. uh he was killed immediately after 
the assassination. Yeah. Right. Or, you know, within 24 hours of the assassination mm-hmm. by a mobster. Right. Really, really. And like you said, randomness, right? Yeah. But still. But it doesn't seem random, random to our brains. I'll admit it. If I'm, if I'm walking exactly. down the street today there and I start go. whistling and I start whistling, if heaven ain't a lot like Dixie, I don't want to go. It just kind of comes up in my mind. What in the hell kind of South Carolinian so reference long did you ago. just drop? Haven't heard that since I was probably a no, kid. None in of South our Kakalaki. listeners know what the hell you just said. Let me tell you. Give and me then I go song. to my car. You better and play I that. Turn on, break. And I turn on an old <laughs> radio station, and it starts saying, "If heaven ain't a lot like Dixie, I don't want to go." It'll that feel would not be random. Very strange, but it would absolutely be random. It couldn't be. Likewise, not right? Not that. Lee Greenwood. I start singing Lee Greenwood about God bless America, and it comes on. Or right now, if I start thinking about Donald Trump, and I walk in the the living room and turn on the television, there's there's his ugly mug on television. Right. It seems like rather you strange. It. Yeah, 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 sure. Um, I think Aristotle or or you know one of those great philosophers talked about this contiguity theory, where when two things happen in close time and proximity, we tend to attribute them to each other. Yeah, right. right? Exactly. That's why exactly. I think so many people hit the elevator, um, the call button on the elevator. If you've ever walked up to an elevator stall. Four or five people are already standing there. The button is illuminated. You know people have hit it. You may have even seen someone hit it, hit the button. And you walk over and hit it again. And then it opens. (laughs) It's always going to open right after the last person hits it. Right. Right? It has no uh, no choice but to. But what happens in the brain of that last person? They think somehow that their touch meant more. Uh, That's true. Right? So so we start getting into sort of kind of superstitious thinking. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, do you believe believe there's – is there any conspiracy theory – that you believe in, mm. that you say, you know, probably, what? yeah, I would imagine. Right, I do. Me, you don't I don't know. One? I don't know what it is because I don't. What know about that it's what about Princess Di? Because I don't know that it's conspiracy. Oh, I, I don't care. I mean, I don't care whether well, I'm not somebody. Saying you care. I'm saying, do you think the royal family had her? See, I don't know because I'm not an investigator. I wasn't there, so I don't know. But I do think there's. I'm just not into the royals enough to know. I guess. I'm what not, I will say about that is there's there's been some studies where people are trying to determine how much. Or to what extent someone believes weird things, and um, the princess die thing comes up over and over in surveys. And I'm familiar with one such survey that that said, uh, I believe that Princess Die was killed by MI6 and the Queen. Like the Queen had her <laughs> killed, queen. and people are like, "Yep, I believe that." Right? And the same people they keep reading the survey, and it says, "I believe Princess Die is still alive and living in Greece with Dodi Fayed." And the same people go, "Yep." <laughs> so I, back to what you said It's not yeah, about the specific belief yeah. It's about maybe a framework It's about what is it that explains Or potentially explains why we fall for anything In the first place And I would argue that there's a lot of uncertainty There's a lot of anxiety surrounding uncertainty I would argue that our brains And maybe the brains of all mammals Certainly all primates Are wired in such a way that We crave knowing We're not good with uncertainty We don't like to look up at the cloud and just go, oh, those are some pretty cumulus clouds. We go, oh, man, that looks like Bart Simpson eating a hot dog. We can't burn <laughs> a quesadilla in the oven without seeing the Virgin Mary, right? Like you, That's right. We see, right. call that simulacra or paradelia. We I see, see faces in yeah. everything, yeah. right? Yeah. In other words, our brains, it seems to me, are wired to seek patterns, to seek meaning where, where, where there is might none. exist. Yeah. 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 Where it's just random. It's random. That's the sort of nature of our minds to try to make sense of the senseless. Uh, perhaps more specifically, it's the left hemisphere, as many neurologists believe. The left hemisphere is trying desperately to put cause and effect together. And if there is no cause and effect or, or none obvious, well, we're happy to just make one up or we're happy to go and follow a leader, particularly, particularly if the answer we get makes us feel special, makes oh, us yeah. feel smart, Makes yeah. us feel like we belong to the group. The people in the know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, it is alluring, isn't it? Look. You can we, be, we your, ju- we you just can be talk- an investigative journalist, but can't you? We, we just talked about uh, leaks and how long a, a conspiracy theory yeah. might be able to stay secret. Why do you think that is? It's because when we know information. We share it. We want to share We're social creatures. And why creatures. do we want to share it? We want to share it because it... it it reflects upon us. us. There's credit upon us. We yeah. know, and you don't. I'm the one that told you that. <laughs> I just we hear told things you like that. that. That's right. You That's never right. listen to me. That's right. All right. So look. Um, By the way, how many times have you ever told your kid or your wife something, and then they completely ignore you and make you feel like you're totally like, you know, um, unimportant, yeah. like you're a dummy, um, and then like a week or two later, they tell you that some rando person gave them this advice that they took, 
and it's changed there was their a, life. There was an episode of Modern Family on that. Was it really? <laughs> yeah, like uh, Claire got mad um, at Phil because mm. she told him to eat a uh, a wedge salad. Okay. And then he's like, oh, I just found this great thing, this wedge salad my friend Skip Woosom told me about. Nice. Yeah. And it was just like a whole episode of she absolutely lost oh, her yeah. mind. She's well, like, I tell you, my wife has way more humility and grace than that because uh, a couple nights ago, I came home after class at UNCW, I think, and I said, babe, I swear to God, TikTok has changed my life. And she's like, what? Oh, and she's like, what do you mean? And I was like, man. I said, look, I've learned hardly anything on TikTok, hardly anything on social media over the years. But I was watching TikTok today, like in between classes, and I heard a guy or a girl say, one of the best things I've ever heard as someone with ADHD that I now use every minute of every day is don't put it down, put it away. Right? You're about to put your keys down somewhere. Don't put them down. Put them where they're supposed to be. Put them away. You're about to leave your dish or your <laughs> sock somewhere. Idea. Don't put it down. Put it away. And I said, babe, I've been doing that with the dishes, with my socks. I've been doing that with papers. I've been doing that with pencils, keys, phone. I said, look around you. She goes, oh, my God. I've been telling you this my entire our entire marriage. Oh. <laughs> I was like, but you've never said it that way. Yeah, when, when she goes, what? she says it's probably just I haven't more said like, it like it fits on a bumper. It was sticker. more scolding. It's oh, like, yeah, absolutely. Put it away. It was like, <laughs> it was, don't leave it there. Yeah. Oh. It will only take you five minutes to put it where it's supposed to go. Put she, it where we're supposed to. I'm like, yeah, you but might yours wanna, sounds a little judgy. You might, yeah, you you might, might want to cut this part out. Hit. All right, look, uh, let's do one more segment. I do want to talk about just some of the characteristics about. Uh, conspiracy theorists, people who believe certain things. Yeah, and maybe talk and, about and what the danger of those kinds of beliefs talk are. Some, talk about some of the and danger. And what we can do about it. And what we can do about it. Yeah, that sounds good. 28-year-old Edgar Welch was arrested in Washington Sunday afternoon outside Comet Ping Pong, a popular family pizza parlor. D.C. police say Welch fired at least one round into the restaurant floor with an AR-15 rifle. No one was injured. Police say Welch drove all the way from North Carolina to self-investigate Pizzagate, a fictitious online conspiracy theory. Pizzagate started on the internet shortly before election day when right-wing sites that make up fake news spread rumors that Hillary Clinton was involved in a child sex trafficking ring in D.C. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're just joining us, Jason McCoy, alongside my friend and co-host, and we've been talking about conspiracy thinking. Weird and I've beliefs. been doing, I've been doing my Yankee thing. Look, yeah, it is right to make fun of people. Um, I am a sarcastic, cranky Yankee. Okay, up from New England, and I just want to clarify uh, one thing here: people who believe in conspiracy theories, and I don't care if it's flat Earth, uh, I don't care what it is, mm -hmm. uh, the dumbest ones you've heard of yep. are not. Stupid people. Nope. They're it, actually we, we in many ways no different than you or I. To Hopefully they're smarter than us. But, but, uh, but what I'm saying is people who believe these, and again, it is easy to like poke fun at that much. Of course it is, particularly I mean, if they believe something you don't. how can I not laugh at somebody that like believes it flat earth? Like, right, right. I'm going to have my chuckle. And then it, there's actually a documentary on it on Netflix. These people are very, very smart. <laughs> but then at the same time, what do you do for a living? Uh, I teach. <laughs> you teach. I teach. You educate. How effective are you? Um, and yet you've been doing it how many years? Uh 13 years? I've been doing it 25. 13 years. Okay. There you and go. I still believe I matter and make a difference. How about that? You do. Hey, we all make a difference. Oh, my goodness. Do you need a hug? Oh, no. Let's hug God. it out. But look, here's the thing. Mm -hmm. These people are smart. Yeah. And I think that it would be a mistake to just dismiss conspiracy theorists as uh, stupid or believing something yeah. silly. There's 100%. something more at play here. Yeah. And we talked about that desire for secret knowledge. Uh, but I think it's important. To be important. in the know. It, it's really crucial to recognize that we are all Nelson Bolliard, mm -hmm. Jason McCoy, mm -hmm. the people was we're all susceptible to believing yeah. these things. Even you've if said you don't you believe, believe you are. Exactly. You, see, I don't I I don't know what it is that I believe that actually crosses the line of a conspiracy theory. Exactly. But I'm pretty confident I do. I, I just don't that. have I one. I believe that too. And the reason I, I don't have too. one is twofold. There's probably too many of them. Uh, to keep up with. And, Plus, if and I believe it, I don't believe it's a conspiracy. Well, was, that was the next part. <laughs> if I believe it, then I probably don't believe that it's a conspiracy. You know, I think this gets into personality traits, right? Yeah. A person who is genuinely narcissistic doesn't have a lot of insight into their way of thinking anyway. That's right. And They're so when you try, aware. right. So if you're not self-aware, how are you going to know what you don't know? That's right. That's right. Well, I, I do think it is important, and I, and I wanted to preface this part of the conversation by 
acknowledging that. I do think it's important to look at some of the damages that these things do in our political system, yeah. especially in this moment. Um, and, and we should do that by talking a little bit about uh, one of Cape Fear Community College's own, uh, very own. alum. Yeah, Wilmingtonian himself, Edgar Welsh, Edgar ladies and Welch. gentlemen. You know, these people who study conspiracy theories, including Michael Shermer, the, the Chapman University psychologist, these, these, these people say, you know, my favorite conspiracy theory is Pizzagate. And I have to say, man, when I first heard Pizzagate myself. Didn't Pizzagate give birth to QAnon? Uh, or vice versa. But they're, vice definitely, versa. they're definitely. No, it was definitely there because QAnon came in 2017. But here's what I'll say. Pizzagate, ladies and gentlemen, yeah, let's just, don't know. Yeah, go, let's give them um, some background. Was this idea that there is a government and elite entertainment cabal, um, three-headed monster, if you will, ta Tom Hanks, Beyonce Knowles, and Hillary Clinton. I didn't know that yeah. Tom, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks, he was implicated. So these three individuals you know were, believed, be were believed to be the head, the three-headed monster of a global pedophilia ring. Right. They were enslaving, kidnapping, torturing, having sex with. And eating. Selling and eating babies. Adrenochrome, right? For power. That's right. For power. And oh. they were running... Right, this network out of a little clandestine pizza shop in Washington D.C. Comet Ping Pong, I think it was called. Yeah, uh, something like Comet that. Pizza. Or something. Comet. Well, it, it was a pizza place. Yeah, um, oh. but it was called something like Comet Ping Pong. Now, here's the th interesting thing: Edgar Welch, a uh, kid living in Wilmington, North Carolina, who probably been deep. Was and he? In, I was. That was before my time. Yeah, he, I was there. Was he in one yeah. of your classes? Did um, you have him? He wasn't in my class specifically, but he was in my colleagues' classes. Really? And at the time, I remember one colleague in particular coming to me and saying, "I got this kid in the class, and he keeps talking about um, things that are completely unrelated to what we're talking about, and he keeps citing things like Breitbart." This was. This is cute. This is back when we used to think Breitbart was a terrible and horrible source of information. We I mean, still think that, Jason. Yeah, but we don't think it quite the same way. I think it the same. We, I absolutely <laughs> don't. I don't think Breitbart is anywhere close to the worst source you can get anymore. I didn't say it was the worst. No, I but said I'm it's saying a terrible it's just 2016. I remember um, many Thinking of us, as many as of us at, oh, at the institution <laughs> were really upset that students were citing Breitbart. Uh, now they don't cite anything, or they cite uh, Onan or QAnon or O-A-O-O-N, what is that network? O-A-N network? O-A-N, yeah. At any rate. One American. Edgar Welsh was a uh, student, yeah. He was a student, and he um, just couldn't take it. He wanted to save the babies. He said as much, so he packs up his little car, puts his weapons in there, and takes off to D.C. And basically goes to D.C. and pulls his weapons out, and he goes to Comet Pizza and says, let the babies out, man. I'm here to yeah, rescue the babies. Well, he didn't just say it. He said it with a gun yeah, pointed had, at the face. Yeah, he had a gun pointed yeah. And, of course, the, the cops surround him and take him out. And, you know, the poor. Did uh, you ever see the video, though? They ask him, hey. Um, yeah. But, you know, what was kind of scary about that. Mm. They ask him. Um, yeah, because it was filmed. Yeah. They said, what are you doing here? And he yeah. said, I'm here for the children. I'm yeah. here for the babies. And the cops were like, he's talking about pizza. Like, the yeah. cops had heard this again and again. Right. I guess now, this was the first where, time By the way, do you know where this? Edgar Welsh or, or whoever put two and two together or two and A together, where they got that? No. Hillary Clinton emails that were released. And oh, John geez. Podesta. Do you know what the QAnon like this is, I guess, pre-QAnon. Are you the, saying the, the genesis were, for QAnon? Like, or I don't the, know the about genesis the, for Pizzagate? Like, I know the genesis was that John Podesta, in some of the emails, was yeah. mentioning ordering a cheese pizza. 100%. And from that, they got, oh, that's code for eat babies. Or that's I heard code something. For, isn't it about triangles, too? Like, you it, can't have a triangle? It, or uh, You know, that sounds good, because that's Illuminati-sounding stuff. But I but, don't know. but yeah, here's yeah. the thing. John Podesta's emails. And Hillary Clinton, between he and Hillary Clinton. And again, here about, I am, right? About ordering it, a pizza. So yeah, Edgar Wells. So kid's I like am. what, 18, 19 years old? I mean, yeah. gets arrested. I don't know how much time he's doing. I was 27 when it happened. Oh, I see. I don't know how much time he's doing. But yeah. here I am. I just said we shouldn't be dismissive. And I'm like, oh my yeah. God. But this stuff is Well, here's the thing. Really if it leads you to acting violent. And a lot of conspiracy theories. Look, I, th 
the queen dying or the the princess die dying. Um, Earth's flat. Like, Earth's flat. How's that gonna hurt like, anyone? When we start to invest in and believe in conspiracy theories, where the they, the them, the powerful are keeping are down are, the people, are hurting the average citizen, are hurting innocent innocence, babies, then dogs. I haven't heard it, any about dogs. If you get one of those, you're really gonna have something on your hands. I don't know, kidding. But it gives. So license. you're talking about QAnon. Yeah, it, you're talking about basically saying that. There is a government cabal, a deep state, and they're trying to keep Donald Trump out of office. And the anytime he runs for office, they're going to try to get rid of him. And then what happened? He lost the election. Ladies and gentlemen, he lost the election. He lost the election. And he lost a fair election by every measure. Yes. That's been litigated in court more than any other election ever. Yes. Including the 2000 election when Al Gore had to basically gavel himself out. Yes. At any rate, January 7th, 6th, excuse me. You could argue uh, there's a through line from QAnon. There's 100% a through and, line. And, and because, and, and again, it goes back to it's so easy with, it's it's almost like we've come full circle from the bubonic plague <laughs> where there's a dearth of information. And so conspiracy Worse. theory is allowed to to fester and mm-hmm. to, to grow mm-hmm. like a fungus. Yeah. And here we have so much information that it's overload, and, and you don't know what to choose. And you, you don't, don't know what to believe. Yeah, and and you can just and I, I've seen you can go down a rat. Now I go down rabbit holes getting ready time. for the show. But at the same time, not, you also are very not, discerning about your sources. But, I've but, got but 50 I'm not, or 60 I'm not talking pieces about, of paper on I'm not my talking desk about, right now. I'm not talking about like conspiracy theory rabbit holes. I'm talking about just information. Just information. But I would simply say this, Nelson. Just because I'm interested yeah. in what I'm studying, well, and that's I'm sure that the people that go down rabbit holes and end up in these groups like QAnon and end up on 4chan and end up believing that, I don't know, the postman is really a secret operative trying to steal babies at your house, I imagine they start out with a sincere desire for knowledge as well. We I, all do too. I do too. But what I'm saying is I've got 20 or 30 pieces of paper on the desk right now that I've been referring to. One of them you, is identifying, up. <laughs> I have, identifying conspiracy theories, the European Commission. I've got American Psychological Association podcast interview with Karen Douglas, psychologically speaking. I've got Neuroscience, an academic journal. I've got Chapman University survey. I've got, you know, yeah, I've got a lot reputable of sources. University of Glasgow, Scotland. So I'm not just looking at American sources, but I'm also but yep. I but I am keeping it relatively academic, I have to admit. I don't have Breitbart here. I don't have somebody's blog. But here's the problem. I don't have a Mike Lindell, the but, pillow guy. But this is the problem with conspiracy theories is when you show a person X, Y, or Z. Especially mainstream uh, all information. It, all, especially mainstream. They're going to say, well, that's is, exactly what they want you to believe. And so now we've arrived. Even worse, they're going to call you sheep. Yeah, exactly. Right? So now we've arrived. Yeah. How do we break through, man? Uh, I'm glad you asked that. How do so we break through? Here's the first thing that I will tell you from academic research. Looking at debunking. This is why Media Matters, Politico, and all the other fact-checking agencies are going about it wrong. Back 20 years ago, I read a book called Leap of Faith or Leaps of Faith. A a, um, psychologist named Nicholas Humphreys from the United Kingdom. He talked about going to these talks at universities and basically asking people to raise their hands if they believed in you know, healing power of touch, if they believed in prayer, if they believed in moving things with the mind. He basically gave them a cornucopia of um, strange beliefs and wanted to know how many people in the audience believed it. And let's say that 40 or 50% of the audience raised their hand for at least one of those, which, by the way, Pew Research to this day tells us that something like 50% of Americans believe at least one of the major conspiracy theories. Okay. And we can assume that it's even more because... What other research tells us is if, if you find somebody who believes in one, the chances of believing in a second one or a third one is even greater. Right. But at any rate, Nicholas Humphrey says, okay, so then for the next hour, I dismantled every one of those systematically using logic, oh, no. psychological evidence, no. physics, and then at the end of my hour-long show that I was paid to be at with all these students, <laughs> more people believe. I asked them again the same questions, and more people raised their hands. And he said, holy crap. I've done the opposite. So what they do you have to do? They just paid me. So what the research is telling us now is that we might be able to inoculate people. 
we might be able to. You use the term pre-bunk. 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 We might like that. be able to pre-bunk. Well, you got to be careful. People don't like people don't like vaccines. <laughs> <laughs> got to be careful, dude. I do think that there's going to be sort of a delicate dance with respect to how we go about pre-bunking. Okay. But there's a lot of um, great suggestions on what you can do if you're a teacher, if you're a friend, if you're a, you know, if you're a colleague, if you're a boss, but. You know, fundamentally, pre-bunking, I think, is about setting it up so that you don't you don't know, or at least you act as if you don't know what the person already believes. Okay. That, I think that's number one. Like, So when my students tell me what they believe, or when I ask them if they believe something, and immediately they say, yeah, I do, and then I go, you're an idiot, or that's illogical, or let me give you 50 ways why that's wrong, then it puts them on guard. It puts right. them on the defense. You become reflexive. Yeah, right. sure. And I sure. become them. Get your crouch. I become them. Mm-hmm. Right, and they're they're us, and I become them. I see. So we want to make sure that that the person we're talking to, we're we're teaching, or we're we're trying to have a conversation with, we're trying to pre bunk. We want to make sure that they feel like we're in it together. That they're just as smart as we are. That's that smart. That's yeah, good. I think, I think that's part of it. Um, and then you talk about. Secondly, I think you 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 talk about things related to critical thinking. You talk about things like. How do you know a good source? You talk about things right. that are applicable or that are practical for every decision you make that you can apply to every situation, not just stuff that you hear in Black Bart, but also things you can hear in CN- on CNN or things you can hear on MSNBC, right? So there's no political bent to something like Oxum's Razor. There's no politicalization of something like, hey, let's ask ourselves what the motivation might be for this source. Right. Right. Uh, so I think... Those are two things I would keep in mind no matter what my role were. Friend, teacher, principal, boss, colleague, you name Nephew. It. Yeah. <laughs> Nephew, uncle. Yeah, that yeah. makes a lot of sense. I yeah. think that works. So So look, before we uh get out of here and go find some more crazy stuff to believe. Yeah. Um you know, I mean, some people actually believe that the Blue Devils are going to be good this season. <laughs> Can you believe that? I did until Dude, I, I swear. lost to Arkansas. Yeah, I swear. It's crazy. Yeah, it is. Uh, all right. So before we get out of here, mm-hmm. let's do what we always do and get the diagnosis For from the DSM-4TR thinking. from our our resident psychologist. Or oh, DSM-5TR. 5TR. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, so I'm dating myself. I'm showing my listen, age. Listen, again, I want to make sure everybody understands I am not licensed nor am I qualified Oh, we to know you're not this. qualified. So any diagnosis that I give is for entertainment purely purposes for entertainment only. purposes only, and I'm being flippant for the most part. But I think most people would assume that I would go down some kind of um, path of psychoticism, delusion, delusion as well, paranoia, paranoid personality disorder. Oh. But no, no. Again, I'm going to step away. I'm going to step away from the DSM. Oh, and I'm going to say that the belief. In a conspiracy is it, is theory. it because you don't trust the DSM? Ah, funny. No, no. Uh, it's because I believe that there's so much information. There's so many potential beliefs. There's so many reasons for belief that it's impossible to catalog, classify, um, explain every single one of them. And again, like you've said over and over today, all of us, me, you, everyone listening, no matter our skin color, no matter our religious background, no matter male, female, educated or not, we're all prone to weird beliefs at least. And so with that, I would say conspiratorial thinking, conspiracy theorists are normal. They don't need a diagnosis at all because they are you, they're me, they're everyone. They're not special. They're actually not unique. Right. The irony is that they desperately like me and you and everyone else want to feel unique, want to feel special. But all of us are the same. None of us are unique, special. When you fall for a conspiracy theory, it doesn't matter if only 20 people believe it. That doesn't make you unique because there, there's another set of people that believe something you don't. So would I be right then in saying or suggesting Mm -hmm. that a belief in a conspiracy theory, uh, while it might not be rational, is certainly natural. It's natural, it's normal, and it's kind of expected. In fact, you could make the case... Is it unavoidable? No. It's, it's, it's not unavoidable. Uh, to be human is to err. Okay. 
And I think with that, we have to keep in mind that, again, like anything else, we have to show people grace and humanity, and we probably need to do a bit more listening and a lot less teaching and explaining. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Well, my friend, I think uh, I think that's a wrap. What do you yeah, think? Just about an hour, 59 minutes. And by the time I put a couple of jingles on the ends of this, uh, we'll be right there as we always are. Hey, and let's not forget, too, you know, yeah. when we talk about conspiracy theories, we talk about being normal, natural. Yeah. Um, the guy, Mel Gibson's character in Conspiracy Theory. Yes. Was dead on. I'm just saying. Just because. I'm just saying. Well, what was he, what was his line? Uh, Mel's? Yeah. I don't know. What do you mean? I'm trying to think. You say he was dead on. Oh, about all of his conspiracy theories. Uh, he thought an earthquake uh, was going to kill the president. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he, uh, uh, he was he was right about it all. Yeah. Um, so as well, Julia who, Roberts found out. Yeah. Well, I don't know who him. said this one, but um, you know, it is true that just because you believe they're after you. Doesn't mean they're not. <laughs> That's right. That's absolutely right. And that is the truth. Yeah. And with that, we'll leave you. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks again for joining us. We appreciate the time and the effort you spend to support this channel. And please, if you don't mind, continue to like and share. And please subscribe. share us. Jason, are we gonna do uh we gonna do Christmas next week or what? Yeah, we'll try to do uh Christmas next week and probably take a week off and uh, get ready for a long, fun guest we're going on, new year we're going on break after uh christmas yeah i think we'll go on a little week or two little, break after a little christmas. holiday yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> ho 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 thanks again ladies and gentlemen Bye, and we'll guys. talk with you soon he surrendered peacefully when he found no evidence that underage children were being harbored in the restaurant pizzagate has been pushed by michael g flynn son of retired lieutenant general michael t flynn chosen by president-elect trump to be his national